forever. Dog. Be careful what you wish for. This week on the podcast, Silver Ravenwolves, which is night out. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm Lindsay Katai. I'm Kelly Nugent. And today we are discussing Witches Night Out, and it's just that. Well, it's a witch's chiller. Ah, uh, there we go. But by Silver Ravenwolf. Yes. And I let me see if there are other There clearly are supposed to be others. Entries. Um Witches Night of Fear was another one, I guess, that came out. Because she sets up the little girl at the end. What happened to the little girl? There, her dad is working on some case with a oh, little yes. girl who got that she killed. was going to solve. Yeah, yes. that she's going to solve with witchcraft at the end of the book. Where it's yeah. like, why do you keep talking about that? Yep. Um, and then I own another entry. Oh, you do? This. Yes, but I forgot what it's called. But it's another witch's chiller, and I don't think it's the one that's listed here because I don't recognize that name. I just bought both of them because the name the author title was very good oh yeah the author name silver raven wolf so you just happened upon them this wasn't something you had from when you were a teenager no i was in i was at uh bart's books i believe no 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 that's in ohio i was not there i was at the uh last bookstore in downtown la oh cool and i saw them and i was like well (laughs) i will be getting these yeah i will absolutely get these yeah yeah um do you want to read the back of the book? Yes. Oh, uh, you're looking at I it? do, and there's a sticker covering the bottom. Yeah, I so. started to take that off, and then I was like, well, this is Kelly's book. I don't want to mess it up. I don't care. It's not like this thing has sentimental value to me. All right, let's see. So precious. Here we go. My precious. <laughs> All right. Oh, I like your fingernails. Thank you. Yeah, that I kind did them of last dusky night. gray purple. Yeah. I did them last night because they were looking a little whack. All right. Bethany Salem is a pretty normal 16-year-old, except for one thing. She's a witch. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. When Bethany's boyfriend, Joe, dies in a mysterious car accident, she vows to find his killer. But when she calls upon the magical hounds of the wild hunt to catch the murderer, the members of the Witch's Night Out coven get more than they bargain for. Will they catch Joe's killer in time, or will the killer catch them? Okay. What'd you think? Overall, I felt positively about this book. I felt positively, but was also sort of bored. Well, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. The Hounds of the Wild Hunt don't really do anything. No, that was very disappointing. Yeah. They should have been like under threat the whole book. Yeah, they were not. Because they do this spell. She like calls on the Hounds of the Wild Hunt and they set it up right away that if the Hounds don't find Joe's killer, they will turn on the circle. Yeah. And they keep saying it. And they keep saying it. They're very scared. And then nothing. She's like, she keeps seeing dogs outside and is like, that's not good. But like nothing ever happens with them until the very end when they like tear Angela's soul apart. Yeah. I felt generally positive about, I liked the interactions between the characters. Like I liked their relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did feel a little bit different than books that we normally yeah cover yeah it was sort of like the new year's evil yeah yeah just Mm -hmm. different um and i liked the 
town and the house that she was in. Like mm-hmm. I felt like that was like almost practical magic-y, but not. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. But mm-hmm. listen, nothing really happens. No, very little happens. This is a minor critique, but don't give her the last name Salem. Yeah. 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 She doesn't need it. It's like weird. Yeah. She doesn't need it. It's on the nose. We, it's two on the nose. I mean, really, Silver Ravenwolf is two on the nose? Uh, do you know what her daughter's name is? No. And that's why I started uh, snickering. No. What's her daughter's In name? In her epilogue when she talks about like why she wrote the book, her daughter's guess. Moon. Um, it's like um, focus in on her last name and see if you can like. Wait, Ravenwolf? No, but like if your last name is Ravenwolf, yeah, what would your first name? What would you name your daughter? Crow. Mm? <gasps> really? You're in the bird family. <laughs> Raven? No. Okay. Not that obvious. Okay. Eagle? No. Going further away? I think you're going to get there, though. Really? Mm-hmm. Hawk? No. Oh, I'm getting close, though, because you're doing uh-huh. the face. Um, what other birds are there that are like falcon? Yes. What? <laughs> Her daughter's name is Falcon? Her daughter's name is Falcon. She better be badass. I hope. Otherwise, she's in for a tough life. Yeah, dude. Walking around, is she walking around with the name Falcon Ravenswood? Is her last name Ravenscroft? Really There's no fucking way. Did you read about like why she wrote this book? Yeah, that's where I learned her yeah. name. I saw that, but I didn't like. I just looked at the first couple of paragraphs because I Kelly sat here with me while I finished the last few pages. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I didn't want to keep reading. Yeah, pardon me. Sorry. Oh no worries. Um. What's interesting about this book is that Joe dies off page. Yeah, before it even starts. Mm-hmm. He's dead. He also he's... sucks. Joe huh? sucks. Joe's not great. And I love that she had to come to terms with that. It was interesting, but like just a, a, a very weird turn. Yeah. Very weird turn that he's yeah. like, oh, it turns out he's just like it was cheating slime. Yeah. So Joe is discovered to be beheaded mm-hmm. in a car accident. Mm-hmm. And Bethany is a witch and she has mm-hmm. this group of friends that she calls the circle. Yes. Or Witch's Night Out. Oh, yeah. I forgot that Witch's Night Out is the name of the group. That's a dumb name. Yeah. Well, because it seems like they're going to go out. It doesn't seem like a name. Should be called Witch's Night In. That would be an event that yeah. you did. Yeah. Or like. Like ladies' night, right? So you'd be like, "Witches' night, <laughs> ladies' night, <laughs> oh what a night!" <laughs> and also Nick, <laughs> yeah. Joe was a part of it too, though. That was he a was. weird uh, surprise. It was interesting that she had such a uh, unique group of people. Yes, to be in this group, quite unique. Um, unique I, New York, unique New York. Wait, new, <laughs> unique New York. <laughs> Unique New York. There we go. Ooh, third time's a charm. Like how I can never say overlord. Or do you want to say orvor? Overlord. Orvorlord. Overlord. Overlord. Um the thing I did like is how she handles race in this book. Yeah, I think, you were talking about yeah, that. Yeah, I alluded to that last week. Very good job. I thought it was good. I thought it was good for her. She just focuses on eyes and hair. Really likes eyes and, and hair. And then gets the last name in there. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes she'll be like, oh, by the way, like you find out that one of the characters is Chinese because mm-hmm. 
the parents want to bring relatives relatives over. from China. So that's how you find that out. Mm-hmm. It's not like she looked like a beautiful China doll. Yeah, like she, with her with her alabaster yes, skin and, and her, her almond shaped yeah, eyes. Yeah, her almond eyes. It's she does not the do almond that. Almond eyes. Almond eyes. Oh my god. Uh, no, she's just like uh, she had black hair, and this was her name. And also, by the way, she wants to. And she she doesn't even say that, um, like she says that uh, what uh, her friend uh, Tilly, mm-hmm. um, she mentions that Tilly has brown skin, mm-hmm. and then when uh, when Bethany gets like bullied at the bowling alley, or is it after it's, they're at the bowling alley when she's complaining about it? I think yeah, and she's like, ugh, I can't believe people could be so cruel. And Tilly's like, okay, well. Like, um, she's like I've dealt with this my whole life. Yeah, she's like black I've been black my whole life, and that's what it comes with. Like people yeah, bully you, and discrimination happens. Yeah, that was a good couple pages because it was. I had been irritated with Bethany for her mm-hmm. uh, snotty take on housekeepers mm-hmm. the whole book, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "Huh, I wonder if I'm a bitch," and she checks her. Privilege. Exactly. I wonder if I'm a, a privileged little bitch. She's like, oh, I guess I just ask my dad for more and more money for cars that I can't afford, and then I treat housekeepers like shit. Wow. Um, yeah, other people don't have as much as me, and uh, maybe I should uh, be better. Yeah, and then she acts better. Yeah. And also she, that was the other thing where she's like, I think it's a great way that she handled what Tilly said too, because she's like, oh, so at first she's like, oh, I just never thought of Tilly as being black. I just thought of Tilly like, as being I don't Tilly. see color. Right. So at first she's like, I don't see color. And then she's like, but she does experience that. And I just haven't been noticing that. Mm-hmm. So then it kind of she comes around on it and yeah. isn't like one of those people that's just like, yeah, well, you know, I, I just don't see color. Yeah. It's good because she comes around to seeing that her whole I don't see color thing is a privilege. Yes. In and of itself. Yes. Which, I mean, for a book that's like written so long ago, I'm like, that's pretty. It's 2000. Oh, really? I was a little late. But, Sorry about that. You know, still, books now don't get it right. 20 years People ago. People now don't get it right. Yeah. Twitter now doesn't get it right. Silver Ravenwolf knows where it's at, man. Yeah. Um, Do you see that thing about Elizabeth Warren being the. Oh, my like, God. Intersectional. I can't even. I can't even. presidential candidate. I can't. <laughs> what I can't. a terrible headline. Terrible headline. Um, but yeah, so she's like, I want to find like this Joe's killer. He was killed. And everyone's like, "Mm, why don't we just calm down? Everybody's, they're a little too shitty at first. Yeah. Did it sort of, in thinking about when we finally get to that moment where Bethany's like, oh, I need to come to grips with my privilege, my white privilege. Mm -hmm. Did it sort of feel like it started out as a slightly different book? Kind of. Because everybody is so insensitive about the fact that Joe died. Well, it's mostly Karen, who the I others felt, are pretty insensitive too. Well, they're kind of like they're they're, like, they're those people that don't say anything when someone's acting bad because they just kind of sit there. And also, what's her name? The Asian worse. one, Nam. Yeah, Nam. So Nam fakes the rock thing because she wants. She's like, well, it is what. Yeah, she wants to like make. Bethany happy. Yeah. Cause like what happens. Yeah. Because like what happens is like Bethany's like, I think we should try and find out. We should we should try and do a spell to find out who killed Joe. And Karen's like, nobody killed Joe. 
And like, she's like, he's D-A-D. Oh, God. I was like, whoa, yeah. lady. Karen was acting fucking nuts, dude. She was acting nuts. And it turns out it's because she was having an affair with Joe. Their children. She was fucking yeah. Joe. Just <laughs> <laughs> affair. That's very cute. Their children. Yeah. Um, she was, uh, she's hooking up with Joe behind Bethany's back. And behind her own boyfriend's girl. back. Yeah. Nick. Who is also in the circle. And uh, this other girl, Vanessa Peters at school, who's, uh, they keep calling her like a prep. A prep, yeah. Um, And then Nick's sister, Marissa, who's crazy. But yeah. Like, not fun book crazy, like mentally unstable. Yeah. Like, not fun real life mentally unstable. Yeah, yeah. Because she was raped at a college party. Yeah. And then like really went downhill it's sad that. her story's it's sad. very sad also that part was scary okay so something does happen yes that part was scary i was like Whoa! there i guess there are a few things that happen but it's just like these long dead yeah. spaces also i'm sorry i just got a text back from that my Bloomberg oh, yeah. person so read her text to you okay so this one is like perfect perfect uh uh, capitalization and punctuation, right? Uh -huh. Hi, Kelly. This is Kathy with the Mike Bloomberg campaign here in California. Can we count on your support in the March 3rd primary? And then I replied, all caps, no. And then all caps, be gone, foul beast. And then they said, all lower caps, hope you'll at least vote for a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there are so many Bloomberg staffers who are just getting paid very so well much, and yeah. could not give a shit if he gets elected. Probably I'm gonna say don't say like hell yeah dog say yeah 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 okay <laughs> and then say like I hope you're get making bank <laughs> or like however you want to put it okay so I said hell yeah dog and then I said hope you're making bank and then I did a money bag yeah. emoji <laughs> good we'll see <laughs> what if I marry this person. <laughs> Like, what if this uh, you're is, married. <laughs> what if I divorce Micah and marry, marry this person? Kathy. Kathy. Kathy, I could save you. You don't need to be working. Kathy's this. saving herself. She you know what? She's yeah, no, savings like Kill that fucker's money. What I Let do like is that she didn't push. Waste it. I do yeah. like that she didn't push. She's just like, okay, whatever. I also like that she didn't say thanks so or even like Okay, I'll take you off our list. I no, like that she was literally like just a like real person all lower answer. caps, no punctuation. <laughs> Hope you will at least vote for a Democrat. <laughs> Hell yeah, dog. Hope you're making bank. Money bag. <laughs> Great. Uh, good. Uh, anyway, scary thing happens. Yes. Oh my god, it's scary. I yeah. I was like, okay. I mean, Marissa is scary. She is scary. She is scary. I sympathize with her a yes. lot, but she is scary. Yeah, you can sympathize with someone, but she's, also be like, yeah. you're acting scary. She's deranged. She It's sad, but she's deranged. So the first thing she does is she throws. So because her parents died and she. And then it turns out she did it. Because she was like bewitched by fucking. By a by evil, evil stepmother. Angela. Yeah. Evil by literally Angela. evil stepmother Angela. Yeah. Almost stepmother. She gets tricked into killing her parents. She gets this big inheritance and then she has to pay Angela, basically. Yeah. Um, but she also, like, just has all these mental issues from, like, her parents not believing her or, like, blaming her for being raped. Yeah. And, like, 
Just really bad. Yeah, victim shaming. And then she starts doing a lot of drugs and she yeah. gets messed up from that. And then this fucking literal witch comes in. Yes. And tricks her into killing her parents. And then she ends up having to be like the parental figure to her brother. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot. It's too much. She like notices them doing witchcraft. So she like throws a rock, breaks the window. Um, cause they're trying to, you know, figure out, okay, let's try who and kill Joe. Who killed Joe? She throws the rock and um she's like screaming about, you know, cults. cults You're not gonna get my brother into a cult. Satan panicky, yeah. very and then the so then the, the police, whole town really spirals. No, everyone goes That's crazy. Nuts. I think two thousand is too modern to For be that. flipping out on that level. Cause cause truly it was like Early 90s, yeah. even. Well, like, I mean, 80s. Even, I would say 1996, sure. Mm-hmm. Because 93, right? That was um, the 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 boys who got put the, um, there was a very, uh, oh God, there's, there, there's a documentary about it. It's a three-parter. It's on HBO um, by a very famous documentarian whose name is escaping me right now. Michael Moore. No. <laughs> Ken Burns. Somewhere in between those two. Oh, that one guy. Errol Morris. Yes. That was who I couldn't. Yes. I was like, oh, no, I know who Kelly yes. means now, and I can't think of it either. An Errol Morris documentary, Paradise Lost. Mm. And it's about, and I think I've talked about this on the show, um, in a very small town, um, these three boys, I believe. I think there's three little boys, but they're like nine. Be careful if you watch this documentary. It does show oh, their no. bodies. They're found completely fucked up like brutalized oh, naked in a stream um there are three young men who are arrested for this crime they are goths so the whole town was like they're worshiping satan they did this it they did that them. blah 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 it was definitely them one of the boys had kind of a lower mental capacity hmm. and was coerced into giving a confession oh no gave a full confession Guy who was like sentenced the most and kind of received the most media attention, probably because his name was Damien. I think his name was Damien Powers. Damien Black. Damien, <laughs> yeah. I think his name was Damien Satan. Satan, I want to say. <laughs> uh, and he uh, was, they were on death row. Wow. And um, the whole time they were just like, I did not do this. Like, I did not kill this kid these kids and then after a certain point he got so nihilistic he was like yeah i fucking killed them so what what are you gonna fucking do Whoa. after because after he was you know sentenced and he was on death row he was gonna get fucking killed and then they appealed the case and dna evidence linked it to one of the stepfathers of one of the little boys that was killed Ugh. and so they let them go but now Damien specifically, because he was in like solitary for so long. It's he, all fucked up. His eyesight, he can't see like further than like 20 feet yeah. ahead of him because your eyes adjust like of 20 years of just sitting there staring. 20 years? Or maybe it was 10. How, how long was he in there? Let's look it up. Someone's going to be like screaming at me about this. Damien Eccles. Okay, so Damien Eccles, he's a film producer now. Oh, good for him. Mm -hmm. How can he see? This was in West Memphis. And they were called the uh, West Memphis Three. Oh, I have heard of this. Yeah. I mean, um, I've heard that name. He, let's see. They were convicted in 1994 of the 1993 murders of those three little boys. Uh, interesting. So only Damien Eccles was sentenced to death. 
because he was like the kid that gave the confession said that he was in charge of it. So Damien Eccles was sentenced to death, the other two to life imprisonment. Um, the prosecution said that they killed them as a part of a satanic ritual. And if you watch this documentary, the like, quote, research that these fucking people are doing is disgusting. It's just like Was not... Beatrice Sparks a witness? Seriously, it's like that. <laughs> An like, expert it's so, testimony. It's like, they're like, have you heard of Satan? And it's like- <laughs> Satan? Um, there is a man. Okay, appeals- Named Beelzebub. Beelzebub. Born in the month of- <laughs> Okay, so they- Right, it was the adoptive father of one of the victims. Oh, no. I think. Sometimes when I really spiral about the state of the world, I'm like, nobody should be having children, and we should all be adopting. Oh, my God. And then I'll be like, should I adopt a child right now? Okay, guess what? The fucking- John Mark Byers, the adoptive father of one of the victims, gave a knife to one of the cameramen of Paradise Lost. The knife was a folding hunting knife. He was like, it's never been used, but then they found blood on the knife. Whoa. And he's like, oh. Suddenly wanted to get caught? And so then he goes, oh, I only used it to cut deer meat. And they're like, well, the blood matches both yours and the little boy's blood type. And he's like, oh, I don't know (laughs) how that happened. And he's like, maybe I cut my thumb. And then- um, he agreed to a polygraph test during the filming of Paradise Lost 2, but he was under a ton of psychoactive prescription medications that affected the test results. So it didn't. Also, those aren't that reliable anyway. Oh, my God, your face. Oh, my God. Okay. So then they were trying to do uh, imprints of teeth because there were bite marks on the children. <sighs> no matches were found with the convictions of the boys. John Mark Byers had his teeth removed. In 1997, after the first trial, but before an imprint could be made, his stated reasons for the removal are contradictory. Whoa, he, to protect himself, had his fucking teeth teeth removed. removed. Wow, that's commitment. Yeah, dude. So then, oh, wait, wait, what? (laughs) Should we just play the documentary on this episode? Yeah, because like now there's like a hair of like a stepdad. Okay, hold up. No, 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 no. But anyway, so they get they get a plea deal and a release in 2011. So from Almost 1990. 20 years. Wow. Yikes. And this is like when you're, I think they were like maybe 18. So then from then, 74 is when he was born, yeah. I think. So it's like your young years are gone. That is awful. So this town is like West Memphis, 1994. Yeah, Vanessa tries to fucking light Bethany's hair on fire. And then a bunch of them do. Like a bunch and of her girls. her vest burns and like her, her, her yeah. eyelashes get yeah. a little singed. It's messed. It's pretty crazy. It's jacked up. But it's like the year 2000, enough, like close enough to New York City that the dad can still commute. Yeah. So that's what gave me pause. Yeah. Although he seemed to be staying in the city for. But like. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Like the craft is out. Yeah, yeah. The tide is slowly turning, although small towns can be kind of. Well, yeah, like small southern, like super Christian towns. It is its proximity to New York City that is really like throwing me off. Yeah, yeah. And there's not like, he's not flying. And it's not coming from parents being afraid for their kids. It's the kids. It's coming from the fucking kids. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like, huh? Maybe Silver is like writing from her own 
experience. And as usual, mm-hmm. you're always writing with the tinge of your upbringing, mm-hmm. like the, or the era of your upbringing. Yeah. Yep. So, anywho, Marissa. Uh, Marissa? Oh, yeah. Oh, so scary. Okay. Yeah. So then later, you know, stuff happens, stuff happens in the book. Marissa at one point, like, comes in. Oh, that's right. This was right after um, Bethany is talking to her new housekeeper, who is someone who raised her mother. Her mom is No, dead. A fr- she didn't raise her mom. They grew up together. Oh, that's right. They were friends. They were best friends. Because uh, both their dads were in the Oh, right, in the army. army. They are both army brats. Um, yeah, Bethany's mother, Felicity, was a witch, and she passed it on to Bethany when she was a little girl because she knew that she was going to die soon. Um, and then, so blah, 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 stuff is happening. Dad puts on an alarm system. What's the housekeeper's? Ramona. Ramona. Oh, yeah, sorry, I could have told you that. Ramona. And she is French Creole. Mm-hmm. So she speaks in like French English. It does hit it a little too hard that she has olive skin. They say it a lot. It's it's just like, all right, one like time three too times. many. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but she can do witchcraft too. Mm-hmm. She's a witch too. She refers to herself in the third person all the time. All the time. Loves to do that. Um, and so like a bunch of stuff happens, but the thing that happens with Marissa that's scary is that um, Bethany has just like tried to speak to Joe from beyond the grave mm-hmm. and tried to do a spell. So she's like, Joe, Joe, I need you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like help me find who killed you or blah, blah, blah. And what is it that he says to her? Who loves you, babe? Yeah, a thing that he would, and I was like, ew. Who loves Only you, baby? creeps say that. I know. I was like, girl, you should have known he was cheating on you from yeah, that. Yeah, because he's a guy who says, who loves you, baby? And he's a fucking teen? Yeah. No. Like, what is this, American Graffiti? Yeah. No. No rest. No good. So she hears that, and she was like, Joe. And then she's like running <laughs> and around. And the alarms go off. Marissa's there. And she's like bleeding. Yeah. she's cut herself. Like, to break into the house. And then she says, who loves you, baby? And then she goes, Joe, and she picks up a knife and stabs herself in the chest. Did it seem to you like Joe made her stab yes, herself in the chest? I thought that's I what thought happened. Joe's spirit was there and protected yes, Bethany. That's what I thought too. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. But yeah, she fucking stabs herself. And then dies. It's nuts. It was scary. That it part was scary. Was scary. And nuts. Um, I'm trying to think of the other uh, were there other parts in this that were scary to me? Um Angela showing up at the end wasn't too scary but it also wasn't lame no it was just not scary it was just not like it wasn't like supernatural witch marissa scary no um but angela's like all she's like got a wart now and she's like sort of her aura is like black ooze yeah so angela is this hotshot lawyer that um bethany's dad has like started dating and he like brings her home and she's like young, hot lawyer wearing really expensive clothes. And she's obviously after money. And it's, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bethany's dad has inherited a lot of money from her mother mm-hmm. after he died. And she is mean, 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 right out the gate. Very. She's, and you are sitting there going, uh, dad. Yeah, hello. Why are you not hearing this? 
because he was sort of enchanted. Because she enchants people. And she doesn't even know she's a witch. She yeah, just so thinks she just thinks she's like very manipulative. Like really good at it. Yeah. And hot. Good and hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, after like kind of doing a lot of witchcraft, oh, the thing with the rocks was that she was like, should we figure, we should figure out if we should even do this spell. And Nam oh, right. is like, okay, let me consult the stones. And she's like shaking them, shaking them, and she's supposed to take one out. And if it's white, it means they should do it. Mm-hmm. And if it's black, they shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, it's white. And she's mm-hmm. like, great. And they do the spell. Everything gets very scary for a while. And then later, Nam's like, I lied. By the way. I just wanted you to be happy because like it seemed really important to you. Yeah. Um, but they didn't know that she was going to like call on the beasts of hell. Dude, they start doing the thing and she's like, I call on Beast the, of like, the wild four, hunt. Yeah. And, and they're like, bitch, what? They're like, wait, what? No. And she's like, the we wild ex- hunt. <laughs> they're like, no. And she's like, can't hear you. <laughs> I'm too busy being magic. But it, yeah, it feels like a d- bit of a different book because when it started out, I was like, oh, is this like the invitation where we're starting with the villain? Yeah. And then we'll switch perspectives. But no. And, no. and she like doesn't really have revenge on her mind as much Mm-mm. like she calls them because she thinks one of them might have done it yes and she's gonna suss them out and then they're all pretty dismissive of her grief yes and then karen's a full-on cunt about it karen's nutty about it yeah she's like too mean and it's because of her sleeping with joe um and then also joe was sleeping with marissa joe was uh-huh. sleeping with fucking everybody dude yep it's creepy um, I mean, if guy says who loves you, babe. No, 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 no. No. Oh, there was a part that I texted you about, and mm-hmm. I said I physically recoiled from the book when it happened. Oh, Do you know yeah. what part? I it was? don't know. It's when they're at the bowling alley, and okay. they meet this little reporter. Oh, this itty bitty reporter. That when she smashes his nose in, it's when he kisses her. Oh yeah, I was like, oh. <gasps> It's like, how dare you? I was like, oh my God. Why would you? Why? It's so creepy. He's and an it, adult reporter. It comes out of fucking nowhere. All of a sudden, there's this fucking paparazzi on their tail yeah, all the time. Like, he's like, hey, I'm following the case. See, I'm uh, following the track of the trail, and I think that you four are in on it. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like, I'm going to get you. And he's like little, right? He's like a little reporter. Yeah. He's like a pudgy little reporter. Yeah. And then he like gets in her face and he's like, you dirty little scoundrel girl. You are the one who did it. And she's like, no, I'm not. And then he just kisses her. And he's like, I'm going to find out. Mwah. It's so creepy. It's very creepy. It's a, it's, it's such a strange moment. Yeah. And it's such a strange character all of a sudden. And they he's so cartoony. Not, she does not tie up all the loose ends no, no, no. at all. She had a few strings going on the Joe, Joe's death conspiracy. Yeah. She had, um, Marissa being crazy, mm-hmm. which is like kind of tied in, but mm-hmm. it's because they were sleeping together, but she didn't really have anything to do with his death. And mm-hmm. her thing with Angela was like nuts and on the side. And then it was like, oh, Joe was seeing Vanessa and Marissa probably and had been talking a lot to this photographer who is into some bad shit oh, yeah, in New York. that guy. That didn't and do then, anything. And then Joe had been saying to Bethany before he died, <clears throat> excuse me, 
had been saying to Bethany before he died, like, something really, I'm working on something really big and I'll be able to tell you about it if it pans out later. And then he dies. And I'm mm. like, so what was that big thing that you were Wasn't talking it, it about? Was the will, and right? what was the connection to Paul Neri? But he already had the will. Oh, I guess because there was a will with Marissa cut out and he was going to get more money. That's very insensitive of him. I think what he was going to do is like blackmail Marissa, maybe. Because he and and or Angela. Because basically the will must have been Angela. Yeah, the will. There's two wills in there. Oh, and then that's why Angela went after him. Yeah. Cause she's well, like, what you the have fuck to did think. Paul Neri have to do with this? I do not know. That's the thing. What Paul, was this bad uh, stuff he's in? Yeah. I guess he like maybe he did drugs or something. Like we know that he slept around a lot, but I did not oh, because Paul was gonna help him probably do the story. But like maybe. Yeah. But like Paul, Marissa connected Joe to Paul, who just like took his photo for college, whatever. Because he was going to do a story. Do a profile on him. For being like a great boy. Yeah, he, but for being a very good boy. And he's like a good boy that should get a scholarship. Also, did you feel like the Nick thing kind of came out of nowhere? Yep. Like him falling in love with her. I was like, what? And her all of a sudden having a crush on him. Yeah. I was like, since when? Yeah. And then they want to get together, and then Karen lies about being pregnant. Oh, my God. I was like, girl. Saying it's Joe's baby. And I was like, when did Joe die? Yeah. How far along are you? I know. What? There was a lot of math. Because she tells, she's like, it's not Nick's. It's not yours, Nick. And But she doesn't say who it is. Yeah. Whose it is. And then she cons Nick into, like, moving to Florida together. Where do oh, we yeah. go? They leave. They're I don't remember where. Move but they away. Leave. And I was like, huh? Yeah. It also was interesting that there was like a glimmer of a romance situation and then he's just gone. And then he marries Karen, even yeah. though there's not a baby. Yeah. Because she was lying. But like her parents fully sell a diner that they own in town. Yeah. And leave. And I was like, you don't just like sell your restaurant to try it, to start a new restaurant. A while Running a restaurant, restaurant is very hard. Yeah. To make a profit on, especially new restaurants. So mm -hmm. if you've got a restaurant that's doing well, you're not just going to sell that no. shit and move to a different town. No, 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 no. That was weird. That was strange. It that like and then Vanessa is so fucking mean. And then Tilly punches her in the face once, and then she's like, "Come to my party." Yeah, I know. And huh? then remember the moment where like <laughs> Vanessa comes back and she's like. I'm really sorry. We accidentally threw gasoline on Ramona. And it was because we we're trying to light your grass on fire. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. That made no sense. That I Yeah. I truly feel like a, our girl Silver. Yeah. Wrote this book and then didn't go back. No. To She couldn't go back. Like smooth everything out. Mm -mm. Because somebody fully attacks Ramona and knocks her out cold and douses her face in gasoline. Yeah. And then later it's like, oh, we were playing a lawn prank. Yeah, we and were trying to do we're a lawn sorry prank. sorry that we hit you with the gas can when we were running away. We did that on accident and we're really sorry. Do you want to come to my party? Or like physical assaults of your housekeeper witch <laughs> uh, was for a prank. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, that makes sense. And then she's like, 
excited for the party. I and Ramona's braiding her hair for the party. Oh, yeah. And she's going to be the most beautiful witch at the party. She's performing a glamour. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, Vanessa was ready to burn you at the stake. Yeah. Vanessa was lighting you on fire, girl. She was about to kill Ramona. Yeah. You don't go to this girl's party. No. And Tilly, why are you buying into this? You're no. the smartest one in the book. You're the smartest one. I loved Tilly's house. The like garden with yeah. all that. Like that seemed very cozy to me. <clears throat> and I understood the feeling too that Bethany kept having about like, she's like, oh, I wish that like they were my parents. Yeah, because her mom died and her dad's never around. Yeah, and her dad's like under He's a spell. solving the murder of a little girl. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. So her dad usually does, he's like a very busy policeman that works out of town. He, They, I guess, used to live in New York. Yeah. So he still is a policeman in New York, which would be a very hard. That's the thing. I just don't policemen think you can don't commute. commute. Yeah, I just don't think you can, can live in upstate New York or wherever the fuck they live. Yeah, and then be like a cop in New York City? I think you a have to cop? be close, right? Yeah, like you're, Shifts are weird. Yeah. And he's like a detective. So I feel like you're not even working regular shifts. Like yeah, you, you just that's work what I until mean. it's done. Yeah. So you're not following. Like you have to be ready to follow something. Yeah. Like just keep that. going. So how do you have a like how are you engaged yeah. with a daughter in upstate New York? I don't know. Solving murder cases in the fucking city. So he's solving all these murder cases and then he has this one and he's like, oh my God, it's a little girl. It's so sad. Oh, so sad. gangs might have killed her. No, it wasn't it's a, a guy. Gang. It was a guy. And damn it, I almost had him. But I had to come so back. Like, fuck you, Bethany, for almost getting killed by my fiance. Yeah. That take was some more, very weird. Take some the more dad responsibility, sucks. dad. He does suck. He he gets there and she's like, why weren't you here? You're working all the time. And he's like, um, because I almost caught a killer. And she was like, you're right. I'm an ungrateful little bitch of a daughter. She's like, I, I'm sorry that I almost got killed by the woman you brought into our house and our lives. Yeah. She's just been through a very traumatic incident. And he's like, or thanks for apologizing. <laughs> oh, no, wait. That happens after Marissa stabs herself in Bethany's room. Oh, so he doesn't. But so he's still, still under though, Angela's thrall. Still though, but still a twenty-year-old girl. Oh, I loved that Bethany kept being like, "I can't believe Joe was sleeping with Marissa. She's so old." I know. She's like, "Ew, ew." She's twenty. She's so old. Ah, <laughs> that was a very funny teen detail because you know that our girl Silver wasn't like thinking that herself no. so that was and teens do think that you're yep. like a 20 year old is so old i remember like just the because you're just not a teenager anymore like i yeah. remember thinking like they may I as well be 20, 30 to you my life will be different yep and yes they and might then as you well get be to 20 and you're like oh no it's the same and then every age you're like i still feel like myself oh no it's all the same i'm always myself and i'll always be myself I hate it. um Free me of this prison. Yeah. Well, I hope that you're at least going to vote for a Democratic candidate. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't responded they respond? yet? They did. What are they Kathy. saying? What's Kathy saying? Went back to someone else took over. Oh, someone no. else took over, I think, because so remember that first one? Uh -huh. It goes, 
Hope you at least vote for a Democrat. No caps, no punctuation. Mm -hmm. This one, caps and punctuation. Awesome, thank you. Ballots need to be postmarked by March 3rd, period. Have you mailed yours in yet? Question mark, little emoji of like, uh. I did read an article that they are scanning people's stuff more closely because there were people who were like supposed to be tweeting about Mike Bloomberg. Mm -hmm. And they'd tweet and be like, oh, I can't wait to see Bloomberg. And then they'd respond, and then they'd like log that in their little Google sheet, like I did this. Mm -hmm. And then they'd respond to their own tweet with like, please disregard, vote for Bernie. Really? (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) So I think that they have to be like, like not having unprofessional conversations with people anymore. I just like that one was very obviously a person from the heart, and then one was a script. Yes. Very funny. It's very funny. You're like, I know who you are, Kathy. I've seen the real you. Yeah, Kathy. <laughs> I mean, they must be getting way more responses than people with other campaigns. Well, like with other campaigns, you're just like ignoring them or you're like, no, I'm not oh, voting yeah. for them. Or like there's some, sometimes with, I get Trump stuff and I'm like, ew, what? Seriously, ew. I blocked them because they ew. kept being like, I hope that we can support, get your support for this thing. Trump supporters unite. And I'm like, what the Ew, fuck is fuck this shit? Off and die. But Patrick just, so I sent him, because he just got texted too. Oh, really? So I sent him mine. Where and then he, he goes, LOL. And he goes, hi, Patrick. This is John with Mike Bloomberg's campaign here in California. Can we count on your support in the March 3rd primary? He says, you cannot. Bottom of my list. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, they must be getting so many more actual responses from people. Oh, for sure. Just like fucking cracking up at the idea of Bloomberg. Just because it's so. It's so fucking ridiculous. We know that you're not volunteering. We know that you are getting paid. And Mike Bloomberg is awful. Is Satan. It truly like I was not to go too much because I am getting a little like fucking. uh, Same. I feel. Very toxic. But I was like, dude, if it comes down to Bloomberg or Trump, like I might That's just be a rough day. I might just run. Like, I don't know what will happen to my brain. Like, I will be like, what? I will still vote for him because even though they're basically the same when it comes to policy, I don't think it will be as bad. I'm going to run away, man. I can't I'm gonna go imagine to it would go. be as bad. Well, it, I have no idea. I mean, I, at the I mean, very it least, is, I don't think he'd be, like, fucking tweeting the firing of ambassadors. No. I think, I think he'd Twitter be evil be less, Republican. Yeah. He'd be evil, sneaky Republican who, like, yeah. sort of sounds like a president. But, like, for real, like, at that point, I'm like, dude. It would be, like, the Republican Party putting their mask back on. Yeah. Like, but, yeah. I... It, that's like that, that would be, be the saddest fucking option. Here's what is, is the bad. The saddest. It wasn't on this. No, it was on an episode of Hellmouthy. And this was before I had the same feeling of incredulity mm-hmm. that I had when I was like, what if Trump was president? Yeah. <laughs> so much blinking. Yeah, I just went like. But yeah, I would run away. Sorry, but, guys. I might run away to Vancouver. So, I hate to say it, but I might. I would vote for him and then leave. That's <laughs> <laughs> like like nading a building and then like being like, bye. I'm like, okay, I like instead of because like if I just left, I'd be like, 
good luck with that house fire. I'm going to yeah. save myself. So you're like doing what you Whereas think you could. Whereas with Bloomberg, I'm like, here, I got you a Dixie cup of water. I have yeah. to go, though. I must go. I need to get out of here. And then you like go jump in a lake. I'm like, sorry, black people. I have to go. I have to go be privileged in Canada. In Canada. In Canada. Like, oh, I'm so sad for you, but like, I'm just going to leave because I have enough money to do so. <laughs> and I heard that they actually do quite a bit like, of filming on Canada. Sorry, so lucky course, But, yep. Good luck. Good luck, I guess. I Bye. can't, though. I'll write you letters. Like, this is about me <laughs> and my level of comfort. That being said, Ooh, I would rough run away. day. Rough I would day. run away. I would, I'm sorry. I would. I, I would. I would, I would take a vacation at least when the results were coming in. I'd just be like, I can't watch. Let the chips fall as they may. <laughs> I have cast my vote for the person who's pretending to be a Democrat. Uh, I, I bid you adieu. You I just will like, see you next week. Go in a sensory deprivation. <laughs> yes. Thanks. I'm sorry. I will be in my hyperbolic chamber. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Uh, I cannot watch <laughs> this fucking ship go down. <laughs> um, uh, I don't God, go I down with this ship. <laughs> I'm in love. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. This this book is. I feel like people that are listening have no idea what happened in this book. I think we actually did cover it because, like we said, there were like long dead spaces there were long periods of her just we being said like everything angry happened and she's like i'm so mad oh so the end is that angela comes in with a gun she is like bethany has just realized that joe gave her a photo with the the real will from nick and marissa's parents and the fake a copy of the fake one that angela used so that marissa still got money because mm -hmm. they had cut marissa out of their will which again that that family is not okay. Jacked. That family, you know what? So maybe bad. those parents should have died. I think maybe they should have. Because I'm on be Marissa's honest. side when it comes to her mental state. Team Marissa! <laughs> Hashtag Team Marissa. <laughs> I will be voting for her on election day. <laughs> <laughs> right in ballot. I would rather have Marissa as president I would. than Bloomberg. I honestly would. President Marissa. President Marissa 2020. I am a Marissa. <laughs> Head matron, <laughs> Marissa matron, Marissa Marissa matron, um, a toxic Marissa matron. I have a question I'm gonna for stab you. myself in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stab myself in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you, and it's completely unrelated to anything. Hit me, hit me. Um, have you been to that members only the uh, DCA members only area, annual pass holder only area? What area? <laughs> There's like a terrace that has like food and drinks and stuff that's like only open to annual pass holders at Disney California Adventure. I, I've never heard of such a thing. And so I highly doubt it exists. Yeah. Because Mike would know. It's real. I I've been getting the emails what? about it. Why do I know? Maybe he just didn't tell you. That or he's not interested. No sense, Kelly. <laughs> yeah, both of those are not true. Um, yeah, there's like what? a members only. I haven't been getting fucking emails. I get emails from them, dude. What are the emails? Okay, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> no, thank you, UC. I will not be submitting for quick and funny musicals. I, I cannot sing, which I have proven on this show many times now. Uh, yeah, Alfresco Tasting Terrace at Disney California Adventure. 
to become oh. annual pass holder exclusive. Ah, uh, become. I see. So it's not they're not doing a new thing. It's just they're changing something. Um, exclusive to annual pass holders. Uh, five new signature cocktails. That fucking time that we get the privileged treatment that we have been paying for. Uh, yep, that's it. Okay. Well, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Look, I'll look into that. Yeah. That it, it does. We should go next time. I am surprised that Mike hasn't mentioned that though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He not getting those emails? Uh, Michael McKee made a funny joke on Twitter. What is it? Our pregnant friend had a sonogram yesterday and there was a Bloomberg ad on the readout. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's really funny. You know what? Michael McKean's pretty funny. Oh, you're going to say, you know what? Mike Bloomberg's pretty funny. You know what? Have you seen some of his ads? They're pretty irreverent. They're pretty irreverent. You're irreverent. Um. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this... um. This book was different. I don't think it's a must read, but it, it's it was fine. I mean, it I was a good read. I, yeah, I enjoyed reading it. I read it on the plane. I, I liked it. Whoa! I punched my mic. Punch. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. It was good. Yeah, I wouldn't say you know rush out. No, no, no. Find it. If you find it in you a book bin, a... pick it up. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, like you were telling me, though, this woman is actually a witch. Yeah, so uh, it's actually kind of cool. She like is the spells and stuff were cool. Wiccan. And like, and bec- she's got a thing at the end where she gives you the spell for yeah, um, like an anti gossip spell. Yeah. for teens, and then there are a bunch of hotlines if teens are struggling with things at the end. of the Yeah, book. that's cool. And, so that's and, cool. And it's also like, like I don't know. She seems like a cool person. Like she does seem like a cool person. I feel like I might like. Her more than I liked the book, which yeah. again isn't to say that it's bad, but it is to say that she seems cool. Yeah, she seems cool. Like this national hotline thing, it says the following numbers were collected by a Pennsylvania sheriff, a friend of mine. In case you ever need them, don't be shy. If you need help, please call. If you have to report in school on any of the issues listed below, the people at the numbers will be happy to supply you information. And it's just like all these different, like abuse, runaways, child welfare, health, um hotlines and it's like you know because she talks a lot about people struggling with mental health issues and yeah it's cool um and what i also love too is that she doesn't let joe off the fucking hook for his behavior because she's like he like ruined so many people's lives true and she's like yeah this sucks like i don't think he deserved to get his head chopped off but like i'm not gonna forgive him which i liked i didn't i didn't need for her to be like you know what I forgive him. Yeah. I let him go to the light. Yeah. No dog. She's just like, okay, he's not what I thought, but. And I'm going to like move on with my life. Yeah. And I'm glad that now we know the truth. Yeah. Great. Yep. Um, But yeah, that's the book. Yeah. Which is night out. Which is night out, man. Um, Next week. Ooh, what are we what are we doing next week? <laughs> Oh my god! I hope I the book. Let's see. Snow losing Christina number two. Are we are we doing that? Oh, never got around to, to asking. Out. Yes. So let's table that. Okay. So we'll we'll read something else maybe. Um, we can't we could do, do House of Stairs. Yeah. 
which I have that book. So all right, House of Stairs by William Sleater. It is yeah Slater. Slater. I don't know, man. S L E A T O R. I feel like when I was a kid, I read that name as Sleater, but I think it's probably I think it Slater. Might be Slater. Yeah. Um, uh, and so we've yeah. gotten a couple of requests for this book, and I oh, remember really? reading this book in middle school. Isn't he the guy who wrote Interstellar Pig? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which was weird. It was after that book that a lot of people were like, "Oh, if you're interested in, uh, or, like, if you want better, that one. <laughs> if if you want like something better by him, yeah. House of Stairs." And I was like, "Oh, All right. yeah, cool." Um, but I remember liking that book as a kid. Cool. So yeah, we'll see. We will see. Because some of my memories, I'm like, oh, that wasn't that good. Um, so we'll do that. House of Stairs next week. Um, thank you so right. much to our Patreon listeners. We really appreciate you. Yep. And if you want to become a Patreon um, patron, you can go to patreon.com slash teen creeps. We've got $1, $5, $8 um, levels with uh, varying... Um, volumes of content Mm -hmm. and a special thank you to our $15 level Patreon producers. Thank you Ashley Fritz, Claire Moore, Danny, Emily Pooley, Karen Lewis, Kelly Burns, Christerina, Landry Desmond, Nandale Wolschlager, Mariana Terzakis, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Molly Marks, Randy Klett, Rogue Kalehua, Sarah, Sarah Sarah Jaggers, Sarah Nichelle, (laughs) we've got three Sarahs now, Sydney Bollinger, Sasha Gibson, Victoria Beck, Wendy Bartos. Thank you so much, guys. We really appreciate that extra level of support because it is our Patreon, which truly keeps us going. And then like the um, ad money is, uh, you know, it's nice. It's nice to have. Look, but some money is better than no funding this. Yeah, you guys are truly funding this podcast. Um, So we really, really appreciate it. It does make a difference in our lives. In our lives. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, follow us on everything at Teen Groups Pod. Yep. Blah. That's all the biz. That's all the biz, baby. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, Dog. and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.